You are listening to listener-supported Elisha Space Podcast. In this space, we discuss mental health awareness issues and topics of faith. I'm your host, Elisha Lee. Today, we have Chaplain Deborah Forstner, who was born in Fargo, North Dakota. Her past careers include teacher and school psychologist. She is currently a certified chaplain through the National Association of Catholic Chaplains and works at Lake Region Healthcare in Fergus Falls, Minnesota, in the role of staff chaplain. As part of her assignment there, she serves in an assisted living facility known as Mill Street Residence and at the psychiatric unit known as Bridgeway. She is single and lives with two dogs, Deacon and Buster. Deacon is a certified therapy dog through Pet Partners. He comes with her to help minister at work approximately once a week. She created an e-devotional, A Spiritual Path from Darkness to Hope, Devotions for Your Time in Psychiatric Care, that is available on the website www.mentalhealthministries.net. We will be discussing the journey of going from sadness to joy. So let us get started. Welcome to Elisha Space. This is Elisha, and I am very, very excited to have um, Chaplain Forstner with us today, Deb Forstner with us today. And she has created a devotional. She is a, a chaplain and she works with um, individuals who, um, and, and I'll let her explain the people that she works with, but she works with individuals who are going through some really rough times. And she created a devotional for them. Um, it's called From Darkness to Hope for those who are suffering with depression. Um, it is a really powerful piece of writing. It's no charge. You can find it on the internet. And when you find it on the internet, you can, uh, each day, it's about a seven day, um, uh, devotional. And each day there's a piece to review. And then at the end is a prayer. And we're just going to take a few moments to speak with her just to, um, learn a little bit more about her and on that subject of depression and will flow as smoothly as um, we'll just kind of let the conversation flow. So I welcome you and thank you for joining you at Elisha's Space. Well, thank you so much, Elisha. I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, it is truly my pleasure. Um, the piece that you created, A Spiritual Path from Darkness to Hope, where, um, you know, I know that you work in the um, psychiatric care. I can imagine you see all types of people um, and minister to all types of people. How did you get there? How did that happen? Because you don't just wake up one day and, and wind up in, in that type of a role. Right. No, it's definitely by the grace of God that I have gotten here to where I am. And um, professionally, I started as a teacher and then I spent 32. Yeah. So I was a sixth grade teacher in a Catholic school. And then I did a couple years in gifted education and I got my master's in school psychology. So for 32 years, I worked as a school psychologist 
in a public school system, sometimes serving special ed needs in a Catholic school or other private education. But basically, it was during that time that I really felt a desire to do something more intentionally spiritual in my work. It would be times that I wished that I could um, talk to um, kids about God. And, um, and that wasn't, you know, wasn't part of my work or ministry. Uh, I felt like it was spiritual work, but not intentionally and outwardly spiritual. So I started pursuing the profession of chaplain and I started taking theology classes in my summers off, did some chaplaincy internships, and then I became certified as a um, chaplain through the National Association of Catholic Chaplains in 2000. And from there, I worked part-time as, yeah, I worked part-time as a chaplain, a hospital chaplain in my community at that time. But eventually, I retired from my school work, and I've been a full-time chaplain since 2015. My master's paper, um, yeah, so a lot of years covered there, but my master's paper was about spiritual needs of the mentally ill. And, you know, I come by that interest from a personal perspective as well as professional and just really wanted to give back to people that had supported me, you know, through my own difficulties. So I basically um, uh, wrote a master's paper on it. And then I was so fortunate that my job in the Fergus Falls area at our hospital included work on a psychiatric unit. The psychiatric unit we have is called Bridgeway. So it just kind of was that perfect um, image of, you know, taking a bridge and trying to cross it to greater hope. And my patients often ask me for devotional materials, and I'd be looking and maybe scrounging up from church what I could get for free. And then I decided maybe it would be best if I wrote something specific to them. And a lot of times, you know, we're in acute um, hospital, voluntary hospital. So a lot of times the length of stay is about a week. And so that's what got me to think of doing a devotion book that would be a seven-day devotional that would have scripture readings for each day and ended with a prayer at the end that they could continue to pray upon discharge. So... uh Deb, what advice would you have for someone that may feel like they're in a dark cloud and not feeling like they'll ever come out of their depression? Well, my number one advice would be to give it time, that it takes time to heal and it takes time if you're taking um, antidepressants for the antidepressants to have efficacy or to work. But that in that time to really look for flickers of light that it might seem like you're in a dark tunnel. I like to use this image with depression is that it feels like you're in the middle of a dark tunnel and you look back and it's dark because you can't see where you were and you look forward and it's dark and you don't see hope or a way out of it for the future. And it's like being on a train. And if that train was in the middle of the tunnel, the advice would be don't jump off now. You'd better trust the engineer and the engineer being God. And with God's help, I do believe you'll start to see more light in giving it time and reaching out to other people and seeking counseling. 
um, you know, exercising your body, all the good healthy things to do for yourself, but that you just have to look for the flickers of light. It might not be seem like a lot. It's kind of what you were talking about before about purpose. Um, but, you know, they can be just little things that you notice, hey, it wasn't as hard for me to get up and turn on the light this morning. You know, right. it's it's something that I can do. I'm going to keep moving forward and not jump off that train. Um, and speaking of jumping off the train, which brings me to thoughts about suicide. And it's just important for people to realize that suicide is a permanent solution to what can be a, just a temporary problem. And that permanence takes away all of the chances of your life on this earth getting better. And so rather than take away all those chances, all those people you haven't met yet, all those experiences you haven't had yet, you know, it's so much better to continue and look for the light. What you say is so true because so often people... um I often think of depression as going through like a storm, you know, it's if there's a rainstorm or a blizzard, the worst thing you can do in the middle of a storm when you're driving your car is um, stopping. Because if you stop, if other people around, if other people are having problems with vision, it's going to be hard for them to see you on the side of the road. Right. So the key, I think, yeah, I think the key too is just to keep going, keep moving forward. Because like he said, um, you know, there's just, you know, holding on to hope because there is, you are going to come on the other side of this. You know, um, there is a beginning and a middle and an end to all things. And you don't have to stay, you know, and sometimes uh, getting to the end can be difficult, but it's also comforting to know that there's a, an ending to it, you know. And I definitely agree with you. Uh, suicide is not the answer, you know. Um, definitely, um, because it's, it is a temporary problem that, uh, is, a, can be a permanent solution to a temporary problem. It is a temporary thing that you want to, resolve. And also when you consider the people that are in your life that are so meaningful, that love you, that care for you. And, and when you consider them, mm-hmm. you know, they're walking that journey with you. They care about you too, you know? So it's always something to hold on to when you, when we're dealing with those kinds of things, you know, yeah. Hold on to hope because yes. Christ is our hope. Mm-hmm. Quite often, um, I was reading. I was I quite often. Thank you. Quite often, I um I was reading a piece today, and when I was reading it, um, it talked about how sometimes when we look at our problem, when we look at what's um in front of us, maybe it's an illness, like you know, um, um. Um, and it could just be that we're very, very sad about something. It doesn't necessarily have to be depression, but um, mm-hmm. this piece that you created could be used for someone who's just feeling sad that maybe is grieving and is yeah. feeling sadness from that. It can help them with, with that as well, you know. 
But one of the mm-hmm. things that I found is that when you really start to look to Christ, right, the more you keep your eyes on him, like Peter did, when he looked to Christ, the waters calmed down from the storm. And that's kind mm-hmm. of like what it is for uh, uh, for when we're going through periods of time when we're really, really sad. It's a difficult time, but if we keep our eyes on Christ, you'll see us through. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is our hope. He is our hope. So what are your some of your favorite resources? I know it's the Bible. What are some of your your favorite resources for someone who may be depressed? (laughs) Well, yes, the Bible, there's a lot of great scripture on hope and a lot of good prayers to be said. But um, I like journaling as a process for Mm -hmm. getting through um, hard times. I I do find writing therapeutic and there's a process I learned at a retreat um, called the beginning experience retreat. We call it hot penning. And it's just where you just keep writing. And even if you don't know what's going to come out next, just keep writing. Doesn't have to be spelt right. Doesn't have to really make um, grammatical agreement or anything like that. You're not using a critical self. You're just letting out your feelings. And so I feel like doing that in a journal, a private journal. I also like the strategy of letter writing. If there's something that's been that you regret that you wish you could say to somebody, whether they be living or deceased, you know, to write them a letter can help. Um, in, in your own healing and reaching out. Um, and then another strategy, uh, when we talked about purpose, I had heard um, from another chaplain, he talked about in the morning is the time to, before you get out of bed is just to think of what is my purpose in this day. And um, it just can help you get out of bed by thinking, okay, what is my purpose for this day? And then in the evening before going to sleep to think about what meaning came from today. You know, what did I learn? What did I do? You know, and that can help you fall asleep at night. So the purpose is what gets you out of bed. And then thinking about the meaning of it can help you fall asleep. Um, and then another step. Yeah, I thought that was so awesome. And, um, and then the other thing is, um, having three good things, um, and that might go in your journal or, you know, where you write down three good things that happened today. And again, when you're going through a really hard time or a dark time, the thing might be quite small, um, just that I could breathe throughout today you know, could be one of the good things, but start to really see those good things as blessings. And it's almost the more you notice the blessings, you almost start to look for them more because you wanted to have something to write down. So those are, I guess, my, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. That was, that was really good tips. Um, I am a big proponent of journaling and so many people, maybe you're not a writer, but you can still journal, right. you know, you exactly. can record your thoughts um, on like a on, a on a recorder, like maybe on your phone or something yeah. of that nature, you know, 
Um, there's other ways you can record. Or if you are artistic and not a writer, maybe you like to draw, you could draw and um, create an yes. art piece. It doesn't have to be fancy, but it can also be like an art piece. So there's different ways creatively that you can um, do the things that um, uh, do the things that have been mentioned here. It, um, it that have been mentioned here, but we really um, and how can somebody if they're wanting to reach out to you if for more information. Um, if they'd like to get in contact with you, how can they do that? Well, I, I think probably easiest would be through my email. And should I just um, spell that out? Sure. Uh, yes. Alicia? Okay. My email is D-A Forstner, and that's spelled F-O-R-S, like Sarah, T-N-E-R, at gmail.com. So yes, and Forstner at gmail.com. So if you if you have any other questions or want to learn more about this, we'll have the link of where you can find the um scripture based devotional um on the podcast description if you'd like to upload that too for assistance. And if you want to just reach out to uh, Chaplain Forstner, um, you'll be able to reach out to her as well um, through her email if you have any other questions or if you'd like to get more information. And again, I thank you so much for your time. I know we've had some bumbles in our recording um, today. But God is faithful. <laughs> and you will walk it through. And praise God for editors. So <laughs> you will walk it through. Amen. <laughs> and to the audience, I say, thank you for joining Elisha's Space. And I just pray that you walk in freedom. I pray that you walk in his peace. And I pray that you walk knowing that it is your legacy, it is your destiny to walk in joy and not sadness. And we pray that over you. Thank you again, Chaplain Forstner. You've been, I, I really appreciate you coming and joining the, our, um, our recording today. Thank you so much. Oh, it was a delightful conversation. Thank you, Elisha. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to Elisha's Space. If you would like to access the e-devotional, A Spiritual Path from Darkness to Hope, Devotions of Your Time in Psychiatric Care, you can find it at www.mentalhealthministries.net. If you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to subscribe to the show so you can hear all the other great upcoming episodes that are coming in the next few weeks. If you would like to support Elisha's Space, you can do so at https colon forward slash forward slash anchor dot fm forward slash Elisha space forward slash support. We look forward to connecting with you again on Elisha space.